Marketing is really just about sharing your passion. And on this episode of What Makes You Click, we'll be talking about ways to share that passion with your followers and audience on social media, whether it be through videos, audios, or graphic content. We look forward to connecting with you and discussing reels, stories, posts, and when to use each. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to What Makes You Click, a podcast about successful marketing approaches and tips. Every episode provides our listeners with innovative marketing trends, ideas, and strategies that drive increased revenue opportunities. Our guest experts, influencers, and business owners share their unique perspective on what makes customers click. Sit back and tune in for money-making advice from our experienced and hilarious marketing experts. One of the questions we get asked a lot is, what is the difference between stories, reels, posts, tweets, uh, shares, all of this stuff? And in this episode, we really want to dive into, you know, explaining what all of this means um, and, and really like some of the best content you can be putting out there on social media and, um, and you know, where it all fits. So in one of these previous episodes, Megan, you were talking about you know, Instagram, let's just start Mm -hmm. there. We were talking about Instagram and how, you know, before you weren't able to put websites and make them clickable. Yeah. But in stories, you can. So could you tell me and talk a little bit about the difference between uh, an Instagram story or a Facebook story versus an Instagram or Facebook post? Yeah. So uh, Facebook and Instagram took this idea of the story from Snapchat and what it originally, what it was originally on Snapchat and to most extents is what it is on these other platforms is a, um, a picture or just a block of text that is up for a 24 hour period and then disappears. So this makes it very good for um, kind of catching people in the moment. And um, it's nice that it stays up for 24 hours because then it's, it has a little bit of longevity versus a post that once you scroll past it, chances are you probably wouldn't co- go back to it. Yeah, and you know what? We often see brands using these uh, stories as, uh, you know, flash 24-hour sale. And, mm-hmm. you know, that post is only going to be up there for 24 hours. Yeah. So it's the way of enticing people to act now. I mean, again, mm-hmm. we talked in the last episode about that fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. We don't want to miss an exclusive sale or idea that we can all share. So, you know, these 24-hour uh, stories are good. Creating a sense of urgency is probably what can push someone over the edge into committing to a purchase rather than just saying, I'll book that mark, I'll bookmark that for later. Right, exactly. And in one of the episodes that um, I was talking about with lead generation, especially when it comes to event marketing, is creating something that basically says, you know, 50 seats available mm-hmm. and there's only 10 left. Well, there may not be 10 left. There could be 20 left. Mm-hmm. But that little sense of urgency, like they might not get a seat at the table is is what drives us all as consumers to act quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, that's why businesses do sales. They know that, you know, when the inventory runs out, that's it. Yeah. There's not going to be anything else left. Uh, so that's really important. So, you know, those are the stories and the posts are, you know, content that's always out there for people to find if mm-hmm. they're on your profile and scrolling through. Yeah. 
Now tell me a little bit about reels because we've been doing a lot of different reels and having fun with that. So reels are fun. Reels, of course, um, is something that Instagram co-opted from TikTok, who is probably the newest competitor on um, the social media field. It's I, if I recall correctly, it has been around since 2018, but it really took off in 2020, I think, because everyone was home and they needed a new hobby. And that new hobby became like, you know, creating videos on TikTok. Um, so uh, the whole idea behind that is you have a video and you use either your own audio in it or you use an audio that's already been made popular by someone else. And when you use that popular audio, someone from your video can click it and then see all the other videos that were made with that audio. So that's definitely where like the social trending aspect comes in. And it's the same thing on Instagram. You now, it's like, um, you have your explore page where it's like, you know, you see all sorts of content that's really relevant to you and your past searches. And then you also get a uh, reels page, which is very much like the for you page from TikTok, where it's like, you know, you can, you can keep scrolling down and you'll get video after video. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it's a good way, like we say, to organically grow businesses mm -hmm. and branding. And, you know, it's, it's all about just diving in and learning how to create reels or, you know, understanding how to create stories. I mean, when you create the stories that disappear in 24 hours, you can put, you know, a, a quick video or a picture as you had talked about, but you can also add fun little, you know, dancing graphical emojis, stickers, yeah. stickers. Yep. And then you can, you know, add the date, the location, mm -hmm. tag other people in it. So it's, it's kind of a, an interesting and fun way to be interactive, yeah. especially on social media. And when you think about your business and, and if you collaborate with others, it's a good way to joint collaborate and post content. Um, that mm -hmm. will equally benefit the both of you. Mm -hmm. So um, let's talk a little bit about the the best types of content because that's probably another question we get asked a lot. Yeah. What content should I be posting? I don't even know where to begin. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of, Megan and I have, have created, uh, you know, the most popular content that we post, but also we educate our businesses to post on social media. So let's talk about Facebook first. Yeah. We, we already mentioned in the la one of the last episodes that Facebook is primarily, you know, where most of the audience is. You know, people do have Facebook accounts, mm -hmm. and it's a it's a great opportunity to reach a lot of people. So, what are some of the the, the things that you see us posting um, for content? Well, it's like as we've said before, it's like with Facebook being kind of uh, a hub for local activity, you can. Uh, create a post like you would create kind of like just a, a newspaper listing. You can say, you can introduce yourself. You can say, hi, this is my company. This is where we're located at. This is what they sell. Come check us out. And especially if you kind of promote your uh, business page to people you already know in the community, that will definitely get you some traction. What you can also do on Facebook is you can offer your own expertise as someone um, who work, has worked a lot of time and has a lot of experience in the industry that you're in. So any news, anything new from that industry or any content that you can share that you think your followers would be interested in, you mm -hmm. can definitely create a post out of that. Um, definitely highlight um, testimonials and product reviews on your page because not only do people um, like that they've been, um, that their work has kind of been like shared with you because well, because yeah. it's important, you yeah. know, they like to see that, you know, 
especially nowadays when we make decisions on reviews and Mm -hmm. whether or not we want to, you know, do business with someone or visit this store, we look at these testimonials and product reviews as a way of inspiring us to say, okay, this person's credible and want to do that. And in essence, like, it's kind of why blogs exist too. Yeah. You know, sharing content out there and and being Mm -hmm. able to, you know, really um, help boost search engine optimization um, Mm -hmm. just by saying like, Four things to consider when jumping into your social media strategy. And people love that because they're like, well, I can read about four things in yeah. like three minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's good to highlight blogs in your social media because someone might not be following your website every single day to see whether or not you've posted a new blog. And a lot of times what businesses do, especially what we've been doing, is taking blog content but designing it in a picture form which is an infographic yeah so making it like here's step one step two step three or you know five different things to consider and in, in creating a you know an infographic that's visually explaining mm-hmm. to people um, it's it's a combination of text and images and and it really helps to sell things versus just mm-hmm. reading about um you know information and then, like, other things we do a lot of times or people like to do is, like, contests or giveaways. Yeah. Deals or offers or coupons mm-hmm. even. Uh, I you mean, know, if I'm doing uh, social media marketing for a restaurant, I sometimes, every now and then, like to try to reach out to the people who follow that page who most likely are regulars at the restaurant. I'm like, hey, what's your favorite dish that we sell? We want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and a lot of businesses use the social media to, to post job opportunities, uh, celebrate company milestones or celebrations, mm-hmm. uh, product launches, if you've got a new product or service you're launching. Mm-hmm. I just created a social media post about that that will go out in a couple of weeks about how to market a new product or service. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, then, and that sometimes is like the best unknown kept secret that you don't even think about social media being able to do something like that. I mean, you put all this time into creating content in your website um, mm-hmm. or maybe a, a rack card or a brochure about a product or service, but then you don't even use it to social media and, and you know, post content. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, let's jump into, you know, TikTok slash Instagram. We kind of lumped this one together when we did it because a lot of what you do on Instagram can be easily replicated on TikTok and vice versa. Yeah. Although on Instagram, you do have the option to just only use photos. You don't right. have to do video. Yeah, that's the video, difference. Yeah, video can be time intensive. So it you really kind of have to delegate that. It's like if you have, if you're lucky enough to have a, a team working with you on social media, it's like having those two people working on Reels or TikToks can be really helpful. I know for pro marketing that when we... We did a week where we only posted reels, and I checked the insights for that week, and we definitely saw a strong rise in people seeing our profile for the first mm-hmm. time. Absolutely, and it's just it's it's different. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. it's engaging, and people are like, "What is, what is going on? And what are they doing?" But again, we're just having fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about you know taking the content and just finding unique ways to to communicate the same message mm-hmm. so you know and a lot of times with tiktok or instagram especially if it's all video related people do tutorials or how to type videos uh they're using you know here's the day in a life we we did oh, one yeah. we did a day in a life of a pro marketing employee mm-hmm. and you know it's it's fun um people to get to get to know you i mean you are a business but mm-hmm. you are a human behind the business and people want to know who you are not necessarily who your business is we all can read about that on the website but 
who is pro marketing? Who is mm-hmm. your company and, and what do you stand for? What I tend to see a lot um, in these kind of trending audios is that if um, in uh, pop music, if a, if a singer has just released like a really catchy single, then that music will just be everywhere because everyone will want to use it while it's still fresh. And oh, absolutely. And that's why you probably hear it on the radio, same station, like three times in an hour <laughs> yeah. until you're like, okay, I'm pretty much done hearing this song, moving mm-hmm. on to the next trend. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, TikTok, Instagram, especially, you know, like Megan had said, Instagram is, is picture-based and video mm-hmm. Where TikTok is just video, you know, you can you can use live live streaming um, mm-hmm. to to capture right then, right now, what's going on, and you can utilize these platforms uh, as collaborations with, you know, other brands or influencers, and you know, offering different advice or tips, uh, things like, did you know, fun facts, or, Mm -hmm. you know, like we talked about in the last episode, creating polls or question Mm -hmm. and answers or things that, you know, you get asked about all the time that, you know, you wish people would know. Yep. And Um, you can do these polls and these Q and A's in an Instagram story, which mm -hmm. makes it really fun because then you can see who does tune in to your uh, content every single day because like we said these stories are only up for 24 hours absolutely and then you know a lot of times you know especially if you're a a service type business you might do before and afters Mm -hmm. this is what you know what we might do this is what your website looked like before this is what the website looks like after Um, you know it's it's all about telling the story people Mm want to know what's your what's your story Mm -hmm. you know how did you get into business? Why did you choose this business? Where, wh- how did you get the name? Mm-hmm. In fact, that's probably my favorite story to tell about pro oh, marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When how we got our name is just one day shucking oysters, and mm-hmm. you know, my husband opens up an oyster and finds a pearl inside, and I was like, no way! And mm-hmm. no, sure, it was a pearl. And you know, not only did I take that as a sign of inspiration, um, but it was my calling and my name. And do you, have, do you have that pearl in like a little jewelry I box? I do. Yeah. I have it secretly put away in a jewelry box, and eventually I'll do something with it. Yeah. It's going to mm-hmm. have meaning. Mm-hmm. A lot of times... Put it on a ring. Yeah, we could do that. It'd be fun. Or maybe I'll find a little case that we could put in the office. It's like, this is how it all mm-hmm. began. <laughs> so a lot of times, like if you're going to use um, Instagram or uh, TikTok for products... You know, you can be using uh, videos about how the product is made, mm-hmm. maybe behind the scenes. Uh, oh, you, people love that, yeah. It's a time lapse. Mm-hmm. How many people just sit there and watch time lapse videos and just watch something happen that maybe took four hours, but... Oh, absolutely. Because the process can be so fascinating, and I think there is something really appealing of the idea of seeing something from start to finish. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we mentioned new product launches, discount sales, or brand announcements. Mm-hmm. So all those are all really good. One of the other things that you can use Instagram only for um, is Instagram uh, VT, which is longer for form videos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like we said, YouTube obviously allows you to play longer ones, but you can use Instagram to play something about a minute or under, whereas mm-hmm. TikTok is usually 10 seconds, maybe 15 second short clips. Yeah, I think TikTok levels off at about a minute 
Um, but for IGTV, I think you can go even up to five minutes. You might be. They, they yeah. keep changing. And you know what's interesting is a lot of these social media channels where it's a minute one day, it's five minutes the next. It could be ten minutes the next. So, you know, it, it's it's just good to make sure that you, you kind of do this research and understand. But mm-hmm. um, also with Instagram, you could do um, you could put those infographics that we were talking about. Oh, yeah. You can't do mm-hmm. that on TikTok. But, again, mm-hmm. visualizing uh, that whole process and what's happening. So let's talk a little bit about Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Twitter's got uh, a couple of different uh, strengths to them in terms of content where mm-hmm. a lot of you know, brands and people like to use it for Q&A, answering, FAQ. Yeah. I know a lot of people, you know, I've known people who especially were needing to connect with brands. They were using Twitter as a way to to get their attention Mm -hmm. and to get them to respond to something happening. Um, You know, brands use it to announce certain things. Oh, yeah. New product line, new acquisition, new whatever, Mm -hmm. trending What's trending? You might, if you log into Twitter, you might see at the top, this is what the hashtag is trending now. Yep. So you see that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, flash sales and mm-hmm. discounts. Yep. You know, a lot of different businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you might see links back to blogs that you've written. Um, but again, you know, it's all visual. It, yeah. It, 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 we, we might see like short little uh, text Mm-hmm. Um, characters out there but a lot of times now you'll see people posting a, an image or a video to go along with that mm-hmm. uh, just because we know more and more of us are more visual learners these days and wanting to actually read um, what's happening and it is kind of fun in terms of user interaction on Twitter is um, you can do this to some extent uh, with Facebook but it started on Twitter you can reply to someone just with a gift so you know they say that uh, if um pictures speak louder than words it's like or if pictures is a thousand words how many words does a gift say well it's funny one day i decided that if for i don't know why i did this but i said for everyone that texts me today i'm just going to respond in memes or gifts <laughs> because i just said you know what it's funny and there's so mm-hmm. many of them out there that you can find that it just made people laugh and they're like what are you doing and i would just send that i don't know meme <laughs> and you know, yeah. they're just like, you're crazy. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm just having fun trying to make people laugh. Yeah. So, you know, Twitter, Twitter's great. You can promote events, uh, national holidays as they relate to your business. Mm-hmm. Again, an opportunity maybe to post jobs if you want. Mm-hmm. I don't see it very often for businesses, but you, some people do use it to post jobs. Products, services, you know, fun facts about your industry, polls, mm-hmm. uh, reviews, and so forth. Yeah, I would say if you do have the time to kind of, like, interact with everyone who interacts with you on Twitter, well, not everyone per se, but, like, at least a little bit every time you post, then you can probably make Twitter worthwhile. Yeah, absolutely. It's mm-hmm. a fun platform and so engaging. It's just yeah. it's it's just a different, unique strategy versus mm-hmm. a lot of the, the, the other platforms that we tend to use because they have a little bit of crossover in terms of, content in in how things are done yeah so speaking of job opportunities the real place to be posting something like that is on linkedin because that's where business professionals are looking for individuals um so we often see that job opportunities are going to be what's happening out on linkedin but also industry updates news related content i often Mm -hmm. see a lot of people talking about uh, promotions that they've had yeah. or uh, recent articles that were published mm-hmm. and um, you know again infographics 
I see a lot of storytelling. Storytelling is well. a big thing. Yeah, especially because, you know, people these days like to see that suspense, that buildup of like how you got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you know, company wins or, you know, yeah. milestones, celebrations, anniversaries mm-hmm. that they have. Um, mm-hmm. And also events, events that are taking place. It's it tends to be where LinkedIn is, but I I really mm-hmm. like the platform because it's an opportunity for me to kind of share content as it relates to me and mm-hmm. what I know best. I do like the organization of LinkedIn for whatever reason. Is it's like I like kind of how it says not that people want to be my friend, but they want to connect with me. And it's yeah. like, oh, this could be a a possible career advancement. That's exactly it. I mean, you know, you just, it's in a lot of what we have found as a, a professional company is that some businesses have found us through LinkedIn mm-hmm. and have reached out and said, we'd be interested in talking to your company a little bit more. So, you know, where you may not think one of these social media channels will find your next client or patient or, you know, organization to work with, you might be surprised yeah. at where everyone's hanging out. I was at um, a professional event, networking, and um, I was um, chatting with someone and uh, we ended up exchanging uh, business cards. I ended up misplacing his business card, so I lost his email, but I remembered his name. So what did I do? Yes, I went to LinkedIn, found him, and then wrote a nice thing. It's like, hi, you might remember me, and it's like, I'd like to connect with you, and then he accepted the connection. So now I see him on my LinkedIn. Yeah, and you know what you did is you made that connection but not only, you, you sent a little personalized message. Yeah. And, and that goes a long way these days because mm-hmm. it's all about that personalized content that people like. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. I, I've always liked LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about YouTube. So <laughs> we kind of were, you know, diving into this in the previous episode. But, you know, YouTube is really an informational platform. It is. I mean, yeah. I've learned so much by just watching people do things. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I love being out in the yard. I love cooking. Mm-hmm. I, I love just outdoor and exercising. So for me, I can learn different exercise uh, uh, moves. I can, you know, learn the best mm-hmm. plants that are sun or shade. Oh, yeah. Or even, like, how to quickly make a recipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're very informational to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we see... You know, anything from how-tos to tutorials, mm-hmm. presentations, uh, what else? Pop product descriptions. I love that. I love seeing, like, people use a product. And then yeah. you can see, like, especially if it's, like, say there's something applying to their face. If it's cakey or if it's, like, you know, not showing up clearly. That's something you can see right away. And unlike um, unlike Instagram where maybe they're trying to cheat with a filter, usually it's like mm. it's pretty, it's a little bit more genuine on YouTube. Yeah, and, and someone can give an actual product review while they're giving a demonstration. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You can incorporate what, you know, the customer that may be receiving the uh, product demonstration mm-hmm. uh, has to think. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, it's, it's really just storytelling. How did your mm-hmm. business get started? Any advice or tips that you can offer, um, but on a like a more personal level, which is where I was saying a lot of people like to try to get to know you, yeah. not just your company, is you can introduce your business or staff. Mm-hmm. You can do behind the scenes. What's the day in the life? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's the meaning behind the business name, which we had already said was you know something you could do on these other channels too. 
Mm-hmm. You could also create like a series. Like we're doing these podcast series. Yeah. We technically could on YouTube be video recording us right now mm-hmm. and, you know, airing these video podcasts. And, and, you know, we hear a lot about not just blogs, but vlogs being video blogs. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of in essence what you'd be doing. Mm-hmm. So we, we like to use YouTube a lot, um, especially for, you know, search engine optimization purposes and Google owning YouTube. Mm-hmm. Anything that you, you put out there, you tend to pop in videos. And if you've never thought about it that way, I, I challenge you to go out right now to, to Google and just say, you know, how to tie my shoes. And videos you'll see up. videos pretty much popping up first. Mm-hmm. Then you'll see, you know, maybe some blogs or articles explaining it. But yeah. video is going to be the first thing because it's going to come from YouTube. Mm-hmm. And finally, let's talk a little bit about Pinterest. Uh, Pinterest, we already mm-hmm. did. It's visual content. Yeah. So it's it's infographics. It's short little videos, before and mm-hmm. afters, huge yeah. before and afters. That's where we pe- we as consumers draw inspiration sometimes. Oh, people like will plan their entire wedding from Pinterest. That's exactly it. In fact, I have a friend that's pretty much planned mm-hmm. their entire wedding just from uh, Pinterest. So, you know, it's, it's very interesting um, in how, you know, a lot of these uh, social media platforms tie into one another, but yet are very different. Um, Mm -hmm. in how they, you know, set up or people use them. So if you were a vendor for, say, graduation, special events, wedding, I could see Pinterest being very big for you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So in the last episode, we talked a little bit about the targeting of uh, paid advertisements when it comes to social media. But now what I'd like to do is talk a little bit about the types of ads Mm -hmm. that you can create on these uh, social media platforms. So let's just start again with Facebook. Yeah. So Facebook, we've, we've identified... You can do images, you can do video ads, you can even do poll ads. Mm-hmm. Um, the carousel ads that kind of you know rotate through different images or videos, slideshows, uh, collections, and other advertisements that you can do on Facebook is Messenger. You can get mm-hmm. people to connect with you and talk to a Messenger, stories. Yeah. Um, Dynamic ads. Yeah, dynamic ads, which are pretty much promoting specific products uh, that you may buy or you have in your cart. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, and a lot of times, the one thing that we don't talk about uh, very often are retargeting ads. Yeah. So we're talking about the lead generation aspect of it, but retargeting ads are those ads that once you, you mm-hmm. know, visit or put something in your cart, but then you abandon the cart. All of a sudden, that product's following you, and it's like, I'm still here. (laughs) I know you want me. (laughs) Add to cart again. And it's just just a way of getting people to go back to your site and buy. So Mm -hmm. retargeting ads work. We do it. I had someone the other day say to me, hey, you've been following me on the internet. And I said, (laughs) it's because you went to my website. And they're like, no, I didn't. And I said, yes, you did. Because it's (laughs) the only ad I have going right now. So Mm -hmm. I know you went to my website, and you're following me. They don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so TikTok, TikTok ads. Um, what are some of the types of ads that you can see on TikTok? So usually it's like as you kind of scroll through the videos, you'll get hit with a, an ad that is pretty much made to kind of mimic the content you'll see as much as possible. The only difference being it's like trying to sell you something. Mm-hmm. And then um, the top view ad is usually the first video that emerges when you first open the app. So I mentioned that that's a, like a very coveted spot 
if you are going to do advertising on TikTok. Um, I see hashtag challenges sometimes, often mm-hmm. brand hosted. That's true. And that can be a, an area of creativity. Like if you are a big enough brand, you can definitely, with a big enough following, you can invent this like a little catchphrase and then just see it take off. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, like Bare Minerals, for example, did like some kind of like Be Beautiful campaign to that mm-hmm. effect. Uh, brand takeovers are fun. Um, I see sometimes it's like a brand will like, you know, kind of let some of its um, customers uh, have access to the account for like 24 hours or so. And then that's kind of nice because they're kind of sharing their platform with someone who wants to express themselves. Uh, and branded effects can be fun. That's um, You see that even on Snapchat sometimes. It's like a company will kind of design a filter and then you can kind of see yourself, have fun with it. It's a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, TikTok, like we said, it's it's one of those platforms that's really evolving mm-hmm. over the last um, you know few years here, and, and fun for people to be creative and show that creative side to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter, you know, we use Twitter a lot. Uh, types of ads to to quickly promote something, mm-hmm. to gain followers, uh, to follow like campaigns, and you know promote tweets that yeah. you put out there. And, I uh, see I see promoted tweets a lot. I'm like I'm not following yeah. this person, so I check the corner and I it's little promoted by Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and usually you can see it says advertisement under it or promoted. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it it shows you that it's it's an advertisement that's showing based on your interest that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in LinkedIn, very similar to even Facebook, where you get single image ads, video ads, the carousel. Mm-hmm. You know, we've used LinkedIn when we hosted Google. Yeah. Uh, last or two years ago, we hosted Google, so we did an event ad uh, mm-hmm. to to bring people around, messengers, uh, getting leads back to your website to fill out forms, spotlighting mm-hmm. um, businesses or spotlight type ads. There's so many. Yeah. So I imagine the next time we do a webinar, we would probably run a LinkedIn ad to go with it to try to get people who are in the profession. Yeah, absolutely. Professionals who would want to. Um, listen to what we have to say. And, and that's how we were able to gain a lot of people to our Google event is we mm-hmm. ran advertisements on, on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and a lot of businesses that we had never met before showed up and we're just really interested in hearing, um, you know, different ways to get yourself in Google search rankings is what the topic was. Yeah. And then, you know, YouTube, YouTube has a couple different options. You've got mm-hmm. skip, skippable, say that word three times fast skippable in-stream ads and then the non-skippable ones that mm-hmm. you basically have to watch. The skippable ones are usually five seconds yeah. or you've got five seconds. Again, mm-hmm. the attention span we talked about of, of people to capture us, um, the non-skippable ones are the ones you have to watch start mm-hmm. to finish. Yeah. You know, you've got um, many different advertisements that, that happen uh, throughout YouTube. Bumper ads are interesting because I feel like those also, it's like kind of appear when you least expect it like if you are browsing all of my examples are going to be makeup and skincare if you're browsing sephora um and then an hour later you're on youtube you might see a banner or a bumper ad for sephora Mm -hmm. because it just it just knows your browsing activity that's exactly it and you know it it's based it's all based on those algorithms that come out Mm -hmm. there it's all in your lights um jumping into instagram uh and even um you know, Instagram images, stories, videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have that carousel. You got Instagram TV. 
-hmm. You can, you know, do those reels. Uh, you could do shoppable links, which we're going to talk about in the next episode. Yeah. But the shoppable um, opportunities that exist. I think Instagram is becoming a big uh, frontier for um, internet shopping, especially because now it's like, especially with how they've integrated it to make payment easier. It's like if you, use pay, if you use PayPal for everything and then you all you need to do to verify your PayPal is a thumbprint, then it's like... You can you, you can pay without uh, like barely blinking an eye. I know. Well, when you, especially if you even go to a store these days, you've got, you know, you could uh, Apple Pay or some <laughs> of these electronic payments through your phone. I mean, some some someday we're not going to have actual credit cards or debit cards or anything like that. We're just going to be using our phones to to you know pay for things, <laughs> which is. It is very interesting to see yeah. what, how the world is going to change um, mm -hmm. that way in the coming years. What is very tempting about Instagram is it's like they show off a product. Uh, when they show off a product, and I do think Instagram has particularly influenced packaging because now they want the packaging to be as aesthetically pleasing as possible. Oh, and while yeah. also unique, uh, what's tempting for me is that I can go to the Instagram shop and I can see how much it costs. Well, and, and that's and that's exactly it. I mean, we we can get information very readily and accessible mm -hmm. at our fingertips, and, and that's where, you know, a lot of brands have taken advantage, especially, mm -hmm. you know, when, when a lot of shops and places had to close during the pandemic, we saw everything moving online. Yeah. And people were trying to figure out, how do I do shopping carts? How do I sell? How do I connect? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and social media became a big platform for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it was very important. And finally, like Pinterest, Pinterest, uh, again, videos, shopping pins, carousel ads, it's very similar. Mm -hmm. um, it, it really, it's important if you're thinking of doing any of this, just to engage with uh, yeah. a professional that knows what we've done in the past and, mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, go through there. Um, mm -hmm. The last thing I want to mention is just uh, about creating the audience. So we talked about creating personas and audiences. Yeah. But when we're when you're looking at you know doing any of these advertisements, it's important to be looking at things like age, mm -hmm. uh, demographics, location. Mm -hmm. You can break it by break it down by region, mm -hmm. uh, country, city, uh, gender. Yep. Uh, language. Mm -hmm. You could base it on income or education. Interests. Interests, yeah. Interests is a good one. Um, even like types of devices. Mm -hmm. You can have ads just showing on mobile devices or ads just showing on desktop devices. So all mm -hmm. really important information that you, you, you build into your audience as you're doing that. Absolutely. So what Megan and I are going to be doing in the next episode is talking about listening and monitoring on social media because... Just as much as it's important to get content out there, it's important to be listening and engaging with your customers online because they're going to be telling you some of the information that you need to drive your strategies forward. So we're going to dive into what is social listening and why it's important to your business and how do you properly respond to people um, both positively and if you get something negatively online so that it doesn't put you in the hot seat. Because like we said, once you hit send, it's out there forever. <laughs> All right, tune in, guys, to our next episode where we discuss social listening and monitoring at What Makes You Click. See you soon. You have reached the end of another episode of What Makes You Click. 
Check us out at pearlmarketing.com forward slash what makes you click. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter to receive our free resources and materials. See you in the next episode.